Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast. We in Outshine. Bitcoins, we got them. Acquire, never sell. But catch us rolling deep like a Dell. Bitcoin, blockchains, cryptocurrency. Three guys faded talking Bitcoin, no fee. That's the free Bitcoin podcast, insane. And adoption is still the only thing, thing, thing. mean it is the drunk episode <laughs> way better yeah so uh if you're unfamiliar uh with what we do every 10th episode we uh get a little toasty and we talk about finance so instead of telling you guys who we are we're going to tell you what we're drinking so d would you like to start yeah i'm drinking cabernet sauvignon i had to say it like a douche and <laughs> Like the rest of the world says it? Yeah. <laughs> and it's Barefoot brand. That's Ooh, right. the expensive kind. You're going oh, top shelf shit. <laughs> uh, it says gold 2014 ultimate wine challenge winner. That's right. Like what year? 2014. Uh, there's not a year on this wine. Let's all not yeah. pretend that we can take the difference. This is an accidental <laughs> pregnancy. <laughs> this is whoops, nine months later, baby. Wow. And, uh, I'm drinking uh, unflavored crown, straight up. Uh, that is false. With you love, a dash. you love to lie about your drinks. You make me feel bad about what I'm drinking. You, sh- you, you should feel bad. That's why I make you feel bad. I'm drinking Crown. What are you drinking? That's Apple. not true. Tell the whole story. <laughs> I'm drinking Crown with ginger ale. You're still not telling all the details. Tell the rest <laughs> of it. Tell the rest of it. See, even your kid is upset. <laughs> if, you were, if you were proud of it, then we wouldn't have anything to say. But even you're not proud of it. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm drinking uh, Apple Crown with a dash of ginger ale. Proudly. There you go. Um, I, I support that. <laughs> support your proud. I am drinking Jack Daniels. That's nice. And we got a guest in the house. Well, yes, guest. we actually have a, a guest. Hello, everyone. I'm Mark. Uh, I got a Bud Light next to me here. So that's where I'm going to start. And I got some wine in the, the pantry if we need to, and uh, we can go a little hard liquor if, if necessary. So we'll just see, I guess we'll see how the show takes it, right? <laughs> Mark's ready to party. Yes. Thank you, Mark. Dude, I'm here ready to party. To party. Um, and Mark is the same guy that we discussed in, in previous episodes. He's one of our friends that we introduced to Bitcoin who has, who has taken the ball and run with it and now uh, has small ventures with D in terms of trying to swing trade Bitcoin and reads about it he's the one like feeding me news most days like you seen this you seen this yet what about this <laughs> yeah mark. mark you got the bitcoin bug welcome to the club my friend uh, you know i i honestly i can uh it's all because of you three uh it's just been really entertaining listening to you guys uh you know started with d and Corey just in, in our event occasionally and that just it i don't know it's contagious it really really is so thank you yup 
You're welcome. So what was it that kind of, so that <laughs> kind of like problem. got your attention? <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. Corey just wouldn't stop talking about nerd money, and he's like, "Dude, you gotta talk, you gotta hear about this nerd money. It's great, it's great, it's great." And I'm like, "I, I'm like, at first I was like, no, this is ridiculous, this is stupid, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of." But I, I work in a financial industry, so the more he talked about it, the more it kind of made me scratch my head and go, huh, like maybe some of the stuff that has just been ingrained in the system just isn't good. It just isn't, you know, there's just fees everywhere and things take a lot of time and it just, it's bad. So when I, when he started telling me about things, yeah, I, I tell the every day and I get into like deep specifics of it. Uh, you know, some, some of it I can't discuss, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I I'm just like, this is insane. Like, this is not, this is not right. And then I, Corey comes in and I'm, you know, playing games or whatever. He's like, Hey, this is going on about Bitcoin. And I'm like, Wait, there's no fees. It's like a quickest turnaround time ever. You're, you know, it's it's secure here and secure there. Thirty-seven companies don't have your, you know, account number. I'm like, this is this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. This is awesome. So I mean, it's just kind of a kind of all of it, you know. Yep, that's why we started a podcast because we're it took we got to that point where we're like we need to tell people about this and we can't make applications. So let's start a podcast. <laughs> We can't yeah. make applications yet. It's yes. going to be a, that's a long yet. That's all caps on that. But we're trying. We'll get but, there. But um, yeah, me and Mark yeah. talk pretty much every day. We talk about Bitcoin and we talk about the price of Bitcoin specifically because I've started swing trading and I think Mark, you are swing trading as well, right? Correct. Correct. And we have a game that we call Bit for Bit. And every morning by 10 o'clock, I think that's the deadline that I've personally set for myself. Uh, yeah. We try to get a price prediction in and and try and guess what the price is going to be at 3 o'clock Eastern time. Right? Yep. Yep. That sounds all right. And we're doing pretty damn good so far. We're, Who's made more money? <laughs> dude, we both – I know I've personally only made $7. So oh, it's from six. Than six, you're at six. Yeah. yeah. Um, but stacking paper. No, I'm making paper. Tiny Rick. Um, <laughs> but it's really easy if you if you have a plan and you stick to the plan, and Bitcoin being as volatile as it is right now, even in the the short term, you can make money, little bits of money. I don't know. How about you, Mark? Are you doing okay? I yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't lost anything. I mean, I'm not I'm not a millionaire or anything, but I also I didn't put a lot into it. Um, I'm in the process of doing that, and then my wife got into a car wreck. So I kind of threw. It wasn't her fault, but I kind of threw a, a wrench and everything. Um, but I try to look at it instead of what I've made in like U.S. dollars, is more as like how much bit am I gaining. Um. I don't know. I kind of just hope like one day everyone just uses bits instead of like, you know, this US dollar and this Australian dollar and this euro or whatever. So I'm like, oh, cool. Like I got, you know, I just I just gain like 0.2 bits, you know, and that's kind of how I look at it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's going to take a while to get there. I think people have, I mean, they're so comfortable with dollars and cents. That if you throw something at them that doesn't make sense to them, then they 
I don't know. You see the eyes glaze over a little bit. And they're like, why do I need to use anything but dollars? But if they only knew. It's like every time we get to talking, Mark, I'm like, wow. If people just knew this, what the shit? Well, that's the problem <laughs> is they just don't understand how their money is handled right now. And I think if they, they did, I would hope they would care a lot more, you know, um, because it's just it's just it's just bad. You know, I mean, it's just there's there's tons of fees. There's long turnaround times um, uh, with like loans. And st- I mean, there's just like small little things with like loans and like your payments actually getting like applied to principal when you pay over stuff. I know like Bitcoin doesn't address like all these things, but it's just it's just the whole the system as a whole just there's a shady there's a shady side to banking. I mean, everyone knows it. It's not a hidden secret. And I, I think Bitcoin, <laughs> right, right. And I think, I think the Bitcoin and block technology and stuff like that just takes a lot of the ability to be shady out of it, or at least that's what I'm hoping for, you know, and the more and more I read, I feel like it does. So, you know, hopefully they're onto something. What I fear is the banks all get together and they become this ultra powerful world owning blockchain of doom. That's essentially like Dr. Doom's goal. And I feel like that's what they're trying to do. And I hope they We have an illustrator. We should probably just start that comic book right now. (laughs) We have an illustrator on our on our podcast. You might as well just start that start that that comic book right now. Yeah, I'll get on it. Yeah, I know you're not doing anything, Marcello. You got a lot of free time on your hands. Why don't you just do that for us? I mean no no big deal. You're right on that. <laughs> I was really hoping that Mark was going to come back when he asked him how much money he made. He's like, oh, yeah, I quit. Uh, I've made a shitload of money. It's fine. No big deal. Why haven't you made more than $7? Enjoy your $7. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even being cool to Bitcoin when I say I've made 7 bucks. I've actually made like point zero. Wait, let me do the math real quick. Oh, man, it's so hard to do math when you're drunk. Fucking hell. What's the price of Bitcoin right now? Two thirty something. Two thirty something. Two forty today. Okay, so two thirty-five. Do that decimal. One. So I made point oh two, point oh three Bitcoin so far. That's. You know what? That's better than. No nothing. Big, yeah, make it no Bitcoin. So I mean, it's going oh well so far. Yeah, it's going also, oh well. I said it. I said it last time. What you're doing through these repeated trades is you're allowing yourself to build up confidence in, in, in certain trades and saying things about the market. And the more confidence you have, the more money you're willing to put down on the line and make more money. And Definitely. right now, all you're doing is building up confidence. And at some point, you're like, of course I'm going to make it. It's, it's going to do that because it always does that. Yeah. I can't wait to short it when it, when it goes up to like, one, it's it's gonna. I think next year it's gonna turn up to around the three hundred fifteen level, and I'm gonna short that shit at three hundred and make so much money and buy one bottle of champagne with it. Oh, D. What? I have to buy one bottle of champagne and feel like I'm in a rap video. That's pretty much. <laughs> it has to happen. <laughs> at some point, <laughs> that has to happen. So no. do you do you not consider yourself uh, as successful, or you haven't made it until that happens, in any, in any aspect of your life, not anything. If, yeah. if you have not popped a bottle of champagne, 
Absolutely. That you have not succeeded in that endeavor. Yep. Yep. And I have to feel deserving to pop that bottle of champagne. You can't just you can't just buy it. Yeah. When you're broke as fuck and pretend it has to be. Yeah. It gets deep. It's gotta be legit. It gets it gets deep, Corey. Like at New Year's every year when people are popping bottles of champagne and they give me the bottle of champagne and like, hey, pop this bottle of champagne. I say to myself, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to pop this bottle of champagne yet. You care too much. <laughs> I'm going to try hard. Thank you for introducing <laughs> me to that insult, by the way. Um, I don't know. I think, I'm not sure if Mark introduced me to try hard or did we just discover it together? I don't know. Mark, what do you think? Oh, we probably totally introduced you to that. You try hard's been around for a while. Totally introduced me to, I think I yeah, totally yeah. introduced to it's try hard. Perfect. It's perfect when you call colleagues a try hard. They don't know how to yeah. react. It's like there's a mental <laughs> twitch. You know when Robocop tried <laughs> to shoot his boss? Like, it's just like that. You're like, man, why are you trying so? You're a try hard. And they're like, what? What? Aren't we supposed to? What? I'm, I don't. Like, okay, I'm going to go to my classroom now. Bye. I wish I could shadow you for a day and see what it's like to live in your world. I probably couldn't handle it. I think you do have the most interesting job out of all of us. The Ooh, stories yeah. that you have with the kids that you have and your coworkers are just something I cannot relate to. It's fun. I have I have fun. I smile. I make the most of it. <laughs> You're just saying that because one of your kids might be listening. Exactly. You hate right. them. <laughs> you little shits. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly why. No. Mr. Ferguson, you said you hate us. <laughs> yeah, shout out to third period. <laughs> Mr. Ferguson got drunk and called us little shits. I hope this doesn't eventually get me fired. I feel like that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Is that champagne bottle popping worthy? No. If so, your job, your job frowns on moonlighting, right? Moonlighting. What do you mean, moonlighting? like teaching outside of teaching? Doing anything outside of your nine to five uh, as a means of getting money. Don't all Except, jobs frown on moon, moonlighting? No, mine doesn't. Nah, man. No, they don't frown on moonlighting. If they did, I wouldn't even know. I don't. Know. So. Oh man, teachers have to hustle. Y'all don't get paid enough. I make a good amount for this area, but for it's the amount of work you put in. I know one teacher. That actually works at the Starbucks up the street. It's always a funny conversation with that guy. It's like, hey, man, can I get my grande Americano? Uh, we have not so, talked about Bitcoin about fucking Bitcoin. at all. We're, I, Mark, I sent you this article. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sent it to you guys as well. But I'm like 80% sure you guys only read 10% of the articles that I send you sometimes. I don't know. I don't know, man. I walked away for five minutes and our conversation has had like 40 different things happen. Yeah, I know. Should we find a different platform to talk about? Nope. Like... nope. Okay. Probably the best platform because I don't feel like learning anything new right now. Okay. Um, yeah, so the World Economic Forum said that Bitcoin is the shit. Yeah, and, I read this. Huh? I, re- I did read this, yeah. Yeah, they said Bitcoin is the shit. And they said that it's going to have 10%. Excuse me. Sorry. Oh, that's going to get drunk. Burp. 
I was hoping that you threw up on the mic for a second. <laughs> That's going to get edited out. Um, nope, it's not. It's probably not, but... yeah, You can't edit a drunk episode. That's one of the rules. That is one of the rules. Shit, everything goes. Anyways, um, what did I say? 10% of the GDP of the world is going to go through Bitcoin. And there was a huge debate. There were 301 upvotes on reddit and like 106 comments last time i checked and like now ophelia's letting us know how she feels about it and i don't know it feels like it's it means that bitcoin's gonna be worth a lot of dollars in the future i don't know reddit is a, is a microcosm of 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 the community it's hard to say that they like, just because it's popular on Reddit doesn't mean it's popular all over the world. I mean, granted, it is the World Economic Forum, or whatever you just said. I've already, already oh, forgot. No. What is it? I mean, who are these people? <laughs> World Economic oh. Forum. W-E-F is what they call it. I said it right. Good. Who are these people? Is it was, it was it a bunch of Bitcoin folks? Was it a bunch of... Not Bitcoin folks. What was Mark. the representation of Bitcoin people at this at this place? Mark, tell them who it is. Did you Wikipedia them like I did? Did you say Mark? Tell them who it is because you don't know who I it did. is and you're trying to pick Mark. <laughs> I know. On I it. feel like he just passed it on to me. <laughs> uh, I'm Mark, the guest. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I thought you were going to have my back on that one. <laughs> that failed. That was an epic fail. No, the no, world. No, no, no. I mean, form. I totally. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's like based in uh, Sweden, so they love money. And uh, they love money and chocolate, right? And Swiss. You like sex and money too? They you should hang out. Like, it's like 800 experts or something. It's, uh, it's like a, a big deal. 800 experts uh, in the field of like finance and stuff. Like they all put together and they're like, they were like asked que- like they asked questions or something like that. From all fields of finance, perfectly. they just all come together and talk about the future Look. of finance. It's deep. yeah. It's a it's a survey that comprises over 800 executives. I got it on my phone. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it says they they were experts going into great detail about Bitcoin and blockchain technology. Yeah. So it's a lot of people with a lot the point of, of the forum expertise. To go to blockchain, Bitcoin, and blockchain technology, or the point of the forum to talk about finance in general. And one of the subjects happened to be Bitcoin because it should be. That was it. The second I one think you that, said. Yeah. Okay. The second one. And then that makes sense because, one, it's really cool that when these giant conferences you were talking about money are now, they essentially have to introduce the conversation of Bitcoin because it's gotten big enough to where they have to introduce it. And two, they're optimistic. Their views are very optimistic on what's going to, what's going to happen in the future. They're like, all right, well, well, not only do we have to talk about it, we have to think about how the rest of us are going to deal with it because it's going to take over. It's not a matter of like, oh, cool, it's still in its infancy and it's cute right now. Maybe next 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 conference we'll we'll pick it back up and have something substantial to talk about. It's happening now. That's uh, pretty badass, in my opinion. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Perian or Foresta? <laughs> Both. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Marcello just stares at his thumbnails that he creates. Right. <laughs> That's actually what happened. Sorry. <laughs> See what had happened. Was. Oh, dude, 
Perianne in the morning for Russia at night. I'm I'm married. Damn it! Did you have to give that answer? Sorry, bro. Man, now you make me feel like a dude. Just because you're married doesn't mean you can't play the would you rather game. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Does that mean? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Would you? Would you rather Perianne without dating? legs or Fresh uh, with an extra arm? Uh, going out for like a going out for, for a grounded pound. What are we doing? Did you say ground and pound? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're taking them to Olive Garden for extra breadsticks. Oh, oh man, look at serious. And then the forever soup and salad. Yeah, I would go with Foresta. I think I'd go with Foresta. Uh, bold, uh, bold move. Bold move. Why is that bold? Why is that bold? Because I I figure it would be Perianne across the board. Why? Mm, no. I Fresh has got a vision sexy to me. We can't be I, I would like to devote ten minutes to this question. Alright, let's fucking right. do it. <laughs> <laughs> um one first Eric Pierce. That's my vote of oh. number one. Why are you so surprised? What was that? Because she wasn't even an option. I like it. Well, that's right. D thinks outside the box. He goes to what he wants, not what you want him to want. I live outside the box, my friend. Sometimes I see the box, and then I'm like, nah, fuck that box. But, (laughs) um, so if I was just comparing Perianne and Foresha, by the way, we're going to lose. We're going to lose listeners for this. I hope they've already been on the show. What does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> they're dead to cello. They're they been dead. on the show. They're dead, dead. To me, bro. <laughs> Never coming back. Well, they're definitely not coming back now. I hope they don't hear this. So, <laughs> uh, you know what? I changed my story. I want to go with Forrester for brunch and Perian uh, for an appetizer, as is before I, my entree. I really enjoy that we started out with a, with the idea of we're going to be a podcast about bringing women into Bitcoin. And we've devolved into a who who would you fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Yeah, that did happen. Well, I mean, is it our fault? Women like the real reality of of what's happened. Yeah, that happened quick. Like Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) In twenty episodes, twenty episodes. That's all it takes for men to just be like, well, probably the first episode they were on. Whatever they were, whatever. They were on first. That's when it started. <laughs> However many episodes that was. <laughs> we we wanted to be a beacon for women in Bitcoin. And then we found out there were like four women in Bitcoin. And we got them all on the show. <laughs> You're just playing the numbers game. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, shit. Well, we could lose four listeners but gain 30. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> I love how the porn star is not even an option. It's just all the government officials we've had on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't really interested in the porn star. So. Yeah. All right. Do it for me. So are we, are we good? On my vote, for brunch, Perianne as an appetizer before the entree of Erica Parks. Do, do you have an opinion on this? Do you have a decision? <laughs> He's a guest on the show. He probably doesn't even know. You might. You yeah, know. I know. I can't even remember. 
I don't know. I'll just I'll take. just back you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Marcello, did you tell us? You think you you love Perry? Uh, I would. You're yeah, I would everything Perry in. I take Perry in the Six Flags. So. <laughs> <laughs> What? I, what? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> that, that'd be a that'd be a fun date. I would take her on the Texas Giant. Is that a metaphor? Might be. Would you buy her? Would you buy her like the like the overpriced Coke and like a a shitty Bugs Bunny thing? Or would you just that only might. only like? Oh wow, you're gonna you're gonna buy her things. That's serious. Uh, we actually had a 10-minute discussion about this. Congratulations, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to say more say, you know, on the docket, but I don't think we have a docket today. So There's no docket for drawing episodes. And they say like once you hit 20 episodes, you hit your stride, so maybe our, our true selves are coming out. I hope not. I hope. I'm not a chauvinistic uh, right. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I didn't it's play. It's fine. You just own it. I'm not I'm married, that. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, we have a guest. Yeah. Mark. So Yes. Obviously you've got you've 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 fallen down the rabbit hole of Bitcoin. And nice. What wallet do you use? Tell us about that. Oh, well, Corey set me up on that, so um, I have a Coinbase wallet. And then uh, I started looking. I do uh, the Coinbase exchange for, uh, I guess, like my day trading or whatever. So. And you have any opinion on the uh, the 21 Bitcoin computer coming out? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really understand. Maybe I just don't understand exactly what it's kind of supposed to be doing at first it just kind of when i read it, it i initially just thought like waste of space so i i don't know <laughs> here this is what you need to mark have you ever seen minority report yeah the movie not that shitty uh, ass I, show that came on yeah. last week <laughs> yeah the only thing good about that show was oh damn it i promise i wouldn't be chauvinistic anymore um yeah. Continue yeah, on. Anyways, what minority Report. Um, no, a hot I'm going to say it. I'm going to go back and say it. The only thing good about that show was Megan Good's booty in yoga pants. See? God yeah. damn. You need to own it. You are chauvinistic. <laughs> That's who we are. Live with it. I'm sorry, women. We respect your, we respect your opinion, and we hope that you do great things in Bitcoin. But we're gonna look at you. It's pretty much. The <laughs> they know what they're of, doing the when they wear yoga what? pants. They're not going to yoga. <laughs> Lulu lemon, my ass. Or their <laughs> ass. That? Lulu lemon. I don't know what that is. Lulu lemon is the yoga pants brand. Oh. It's got a symbol, but I don't know what it is because I'm too busy looking at the cheeks. <laughs> you're the most. You're the most anyway, chauvinistic out of all of us. Where <laughs> was I going with all that? Oh, 21. <laughs> Shit, 21. So they built this Bitcoin computer, and it allows for the minority reportism of life. Okay, they're going to minority reportize everybody's life because of Bitcoin. And they're trying to do some really top-shelf future shit. 
like having machines pay machines and machines think together as machines and just cut humans out. They're trying to beta test that right now with the smartest of humanity. And by the way, that thing's selling. That thing is fucking selling. So people are buying that little Bitcoin computer, which, by the way, isn't that far from an actual computer, but just has some like software. Right before Thanksgiving. Yep. And so, um, wait a second. Let me get my thoughts. Yeah, they're trying to do future shit. So, like, what I understand is, like, Amazon's trying to do this drone shit, right? But if you own a house, you have land, you have airspace. So, if they have to pay you to fly over your house, well, what are they going to pay? They're not going to pay you. They're going to pay your router. And your router isn't going to send you money because of the future, because of Bitcoin. So, imagine... Driving into the big city, right? You're driving... Corey, you. Corey, are you listening? Oh, I'm listening. All right. Imagine you're driving into... Uh, not Sao Paulo, but the other big city. What's the capital of Brazil? Rio, Rio de Janeiro. Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo's the capital? Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Anyways, so imagine you're, dro- <laughs> you're driving into Sao Paulo, and you need to get a parking space... You can now buy your parking space miles out with Bitcoin, and you can pay the parking spot, which then in turn pays the... I'm I'm too drunk to be talking about this serious shit. But machines paying machines allows for, like... Mark, you take this one. You take this one. I mean, I get what I... I get it. I get. I I read it and I get it. I just think, for me personally, it's just in its early stages. So I, I, I like to see where it's where it heads. Real, it's the first real implementation of like a, a a market layer on top of Bitcoin. Right. And they're trying to do their own thing where you can you can if, through using the twenty one Bitcoin market okay. layer, you can then do a lot of transactions within that marketplace. And it's also intrinsically a part of the of the blockchain. It makes things a lot of, it makes things a lot easier because you're working in the currency. It's secure and it's very fast and easy to do. And on top of that, all of these little twenty one computers are also full nodes, which is great for the network. I think I remember. Where no. are you going? You're gonna pick up where you're leaving. All right, so you're. Flying to Sao Paulo and you're paying for your parking spot. Go. Fuck that story. I'm bringing up a new point. Um, look. So when you send microtransactions are a thing, right? But they're not really practiced realistically right now. You have um, what's it called? Change tip. But that's a closed system. That's a closed network, right? So what's the biggest hassle with sending a microtransaction? Well, that's the fee. That's the fee you have to pay the miners. But the thing about the 21 Bitcoin computers is that they are the miners. You are the miner. So you don't have to pay the fee. And especially because they said that the marketplace is separate. Listen, I know you've taken a class and I've taken a class. You pay the fee. But that's after a certain number of microtransactions have accumulated on the 21 network, and then they pay the fee. 
Wait, there's no fees. Wait, there's no fees. There's nothing to do with the fact that they're miners. Exactly, the only time you pay Jello. a fee is yeah. make a transaction with the Bitcoin network. Exactly. So when you, you put something into the Bitcoin network, you pay a fee with a Bitcoin transaction. If you build a market, tra- if you build a market layer on top of that, and whatever happens inside that market layer doesn't pay the fees until they essentially say, all right, we're going to make sure every- like, they, they come to their own consensus. Until it reaches a and threshold. Say, and then we'll say, okay, based on this state of the network, we're going to imprint this into the blockchain, block, uh, the Bitcoin blockchain. When that happens, you pay a Bitcoin fee. Everything yeah. else that happens inside the 21 marketplace is, doesn't have fees. Or, I don't know. It's, it's subject to whatever the 21 marketplace makes you do. I don't know what it is. I didn't look into it. But you only have a fee when you settle with the Bitcoin blockchain, which then gives you a state of the network that everyone can agree upon. Yes, but if you run, just like you said, we're, they're running that marketplace on top of the Bitcoin network. So what it yeah. means is that when you're making those microtransactions, like say I want to sell, I want to sell a original quote, I don't know, some content that I had from a blog. And if you want to use it, you've got to pay me half a penny. Boom. I can now do that now on the 21 network. Microtransactions are there. So imagine if there's like, I don't know, 500,000 of these things out in the world. Maybe a million of these things out in the world. These little chips, these little 21 chips. And there's that marketplace built on top of them. You can now do microtransactions authentically. So you're going to buy it? I would like to. I'm in Brazil. I would... would buy one immediately just but i don't i live in brazil and i think developers are mainly buying one now four hundred dollars i myself not gonna buy one because i don't have time to develop a damn thing right now but i do like what they're doing i think the 21 guys are thinking so far outside the box that people can't really fathom what they're trying to do but yeah. It's definitely a product for the Bitcoin community. So if I'm understanding this correctly. Yeah. So they just so so you so you do the transactions on the twenty one network and then you like you zero I don't know, and then you like once you're done settling everything and you want to put it on the blockchain, then that's when the fee comes in. Yeah. Eh, it's more yeah, I guess I guess the, the network at some point comes to a consensus and then posts the state of the network into the blockchain. I'm guessing about this. I don't know for, for sure. This is I imagine it works because it makes sense. We're not going to know because it's a business. They're going to keep their secret to themselves. But at some point in time, if they want those transactions to be legitimate and not just like a Visa network or a MasterCard network or a PayPal network, then they're going to need to post those transactions onto the blockchain. And whether they hash them and throw them in there or they come up with some other sorts of why can I say that? Why did my brain? Because you're drunk. Drunk. Consensus to put those transactions on the Bitcoin blockchain. But yes, Mark, essentially you're right. They're they're gonna have to collect them up and then put them on the blockchain. 
the only way to know for real is to get them on the show. And the thing 21. is, that's very true, Corey. We're, we're You're working on it. Yes, yes. I did. I am working on getting them on the show. I sent them an email. Email. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I sent them an email, and uh, hopefully they respond. But um, not if you said emizzle. I did not say emizzle. It was very professional. It was very professional. Mark, what do you want to talk about? Ten minute warning. Oh. Man, I don't know, guys. Uh, Put you I don't on know. Say something How about uh, Sarah Boone Martin versus Erica Pierce. <laughs> I think the reason where we're devolving is only because of Marcello. Sorry, we wouldn't we would have these conversations unless Marcello was putting putting us on Front Street, making these. If you guys had something to talk about, I wouldn't be coming up with this stuff. We're talking about all kinds of stuff, man. We're talking about all kinds of stuff. <laughs> So, so Mark, Mark, <laughs> Mark, we're coming at you right now. Are you ready for it? Mark, are you Apparently. there? Keep going. Keep going. Mark, gone. Sorry. He's, he's sorry. Like, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, like I said before, I was waiting on the phone call. I was trying to say something and mute the mic and grab the phone. I don't have to go anywhere. She's already home. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Keep this gravy train rolling. That's right. <laughs> all right. Take up. Bust out that bottle of wine. Yeah, right. To all of our listeners, um, don't worry don't. about Mark's life. Okay, okay. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have to? We don't have to close it, but I do want to know, Mark. In ten words or less, describe Bitcoin. Go. Oh, I should have been prepared. I listened to the show. <laughs> um, let's see. Hmm. It's three. Electronic people or ele- electronic people. <laughs> Electronic money for the people? I don't... Perfect. You got... Why does it take someone who's outside of the industry to get it? But he can't, he can't like, end his answer with, I don't know. Well, that's yeah, eight words can. still. Electronic no, not. people for... Electronic money. Electronic money for the people. Bam. I don't know. Okay. No. It's still under 10. <laughs> it's under 10. It's under 10 any way you slice it. I mean, good job, Mark, because we've had pros on the show, and they give us a fucking novella every time. Decentralized, <laughs> super-duper money that, I... that you can send to your parents and your cousin, and it goes up in value and down in value, oh, and no. I like to put it in a wallet on Coinbase and spend it on donuts. <laughs> oh, it's over 10. <laughs> no. I I appreciate the fact that the majority of our contestants, contestants, interviewees, viewers, <laughs> whatever people we have on the show, cannot explain Bitcoin in ten words or less because that no, means they can't. Every single like, there's so much they want to tell you, and there's so much happening with Bitcoin that it's almost fucking possible to say it in ten words or less without really cutting off all there is to it. It's it's hard to find ten words. Words that concisely put encompass the entirety of Bitcoin. Do you want to talk oh, about shit. currency? All right, cool. Internet money. You can say that. Do you want to talk about um, the like it, it is a platform? You can say the email of value or like or like the internet of value. You can say things like this, but it still doesn't tell you everything there is to know about. I, what I would answer it like like Morpheus. It's money that will free your mind. 
<laughs> That's pretty fucking good, actually. That's how I would describe it. Why don't we have more cello on the show? I, I think it just goes back to the, the, the whole thing about people don't really understand what's really going on with their money on a day, daily basis. So Bitcoin solves and works on a lot of problems. So you want to tell and you want to explain it. Um, but, you know, when it's someone like, asks oh. you about, like, you know, the dollar, you don't, you don't say all the bad stuff. You're just like, I don't know, I buy stuff with it. <laughs> Ten words, there you go, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should also, we should ask our contestants to just describe fiat currency in ten words or less. Dude, that's a good twist. What are you, we should ask ourselves there. right now. Uh, Marcello, we got your response, right? Um, internet Money that will free your mind. That's my definition for Bitcoin. All right, Corey, ten words or less. Bitcoin. For, for Bitcoin? <sighs> a consensus network that allows free exchange. I'll work with that. Seven that's, words. That's, Good job. That's, that's definitely uh, ambiguous enough to say whatever I want to say afterwards. All right. Somebody asked me the question. I'm not going to ask my damn self. All right. D, describe Bitcoin in 10 words or less, please. Bitcoin is a peer-to-peer digital currency. We're done there? Yes. Eight? We got eight. I think we're so focused on getting ten words that we just... Did I fuck it up? No, you got eight. That's good. Bitcoin is a peer-to-peer digital currency. Can I take it back? Can I take it back? You have to say, dang it, dang it, dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. (laughs) Bitcoin is digital cash. Boom. Cash? What the fuck is that? Digital cash. Boom. And Mark, you already gave it to us, so never mind. (laughs) Mark, while you're on the topic of banks fucking us over all the time. Yeah, what's going on? Um... Is there anything that you, you could use different words to describe the shittiness of what goes on when you buy something you, at Walmart? Can you pretend that the way things work is a fairy tale and you're going to tell us a really pretty bedtime story? <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I don't even think it's like a, a big deal to even just say some of this stuff. I mean – Basically, when you go to the store, from, from my understanding, when you go to the store and you swipe your card, uh, there's like about five or six steps of a process that takes place. Uh, say you go to Walmart and buy something. Uh, there's a like a third party vendor that has, that that takes the money from Walmart, sends it to like Walmart's bank. Then takes it and sends it to your financial institution's third party, and then goes to your financial institution to like withdraw the funds, and then it goes back through those channels to verify, and then you know it gets to the little little thing where you swipe your card and it says, "Hey, like transaction complete." But each one of those steps, there's the, they charge you know there's a couple cents or percentages. Like I think it's a small percentage is what it is of the purchase amount that that the third parties eat up and then those fees get passed on to you and in, in rates and you know 
just anything and everything, you know, fees here, you know, higher rates there. Um, and it just kind of, kind of sucks cause there's no, there's no way around it. And then, so banks, banks or credit unions or whatever they want, they want their customers or their, their members, whatever to swipe their card as, um, credit because it puts it on the merchant side and charges them a, like a higher percent and then the merchant wants you to swipe your card as a debit because it charges the banks uh more money so there's this big thing going on right now where like you'll go to walmart and you'll swipe your card and you'll hit credit and then it'll ask you for your pin and if you punch in your pin it'll run it as a um a pin based credit or a, no, a debit. What is it? Uh, what do they want? <laughs> I, God, I can't even get, it gets so, so confusing. It's fucking weird that you can't even describe it. Almost, this, is, but go ahead. This, this is, this is the way I like to see it personally. Uh, and I, and I mentioned this slightly in, the, in one of the blog posts that I made. It's imagine the pony express, right? This was the first implementation of us sending letters to each other or information to each other. And it worked. And imagine trying to pimp out the Pony Express in, throughout the years of it, like of all the years of getting to modern day. And essentially, what we use now is essentially the Pony Express, but with like rocket boosters and laser technology and shit like that. But it's still the Pony Express. And what you're paying for is all those people running behind them, picking up all their shit and making sure the horses are okay. And it's it's a bad system to begin with, but we found really clever ways to make it work with the amount of people trying to use it in the first place. But it's still a shitty system. And because it's a shitty system, we have to pay all the people on the back end to make it work the way we want it to work. And then so you ask yourself, what if they just use this super-duper awesome future technology to to take their Pony Express and turn it into Common Day where they have drones and AI. And but email. The, email, well, yeah, let's just say. Yeah, I mean, you, did you guys see the thing with uh, Bank, of, um, Bank of America and the wire transfers and using like the blockchain technology, I think it was? Yeah, their patents. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. shit. That's I mean, cool. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I thought that that's really cool and an, an awesome way to... A lot of the banks, I all like, they see this technology, whoa, this is a way better method of doing things on the very fundamental level of doing things. And we're like, yeah, we know. We tried to tell you. And well, they're, t- they're trying to save money on the fees. I mean, the, 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 they have to pay all these third-party vendors. It's insane. Like, I've, I've had to crunch the numbers, and it's just ridiculous. It's like, you paid them for what? <laughs> just nothing. Just, just to, yeah. I don't know. It's ridiculous. And at the end of the day... A girl just wants to buy her pumpkin spice latte, and she doesn't care. <laughs> pumpkin spice, pumpkin seeds. You saw that today? I saw that today. I, I did. I <laughs> We've did come full that. circle. Um, and so you ask yourself, what I ask myself is because a lot of my, a lot of my affiliation with Bitcoin is from like a kind of a political stance. Is that because I get pissed off? When I think about the people making money hand over foot and just basically leeching money out of my pocket that I work hard for. And I get pissed off. Hand over just, foot? 
hand over foot over hand hand over hand over fist hand over did i say (laughs) i'm I'm picturing hand over foot sorry i didn't mean to derail no it's all good it's all good i'm drunk i don't mind did i say that that? yeah you hand over foot (laughs) (laughs) like these people these fat cats smoking fat cigars and like making just money hand over fist Hand over, hand over yep, fist. <laughs> Taking money out of my pocket, it pisses me off. So, yeah. like, I side with the political stance of Bitcoin, where it's like, hey, if we all the people just start using this money that's separate from that fucked up system that has created these laws to only make them richer, they've now made regulation so that they get richer and we just stay the same or get poorer. That's fucked up. So if we all just use this money that's separate from their fucking game that they're playing. Like, they could play Monopoly with that shitty fucking USD if they want to. So I'm just going to come over here to Bitcoin, and I'm going to play my own fucking game. And fuck that shit. Like, they basically have uh, don't pass go, go to jail on every fucking corner of the Monopoly board. Whoa. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? Oh, they're just going to take my money. Fuck that. So I side with the political side of Bitcoin, where I'm like, you know, fuck them. Let's just have our own people's money and kind of do our own thing. But I'm, I'm a lot of f bombs. Sure, I'm pretty sure that I curse a lot. I curse a lot. No longer say we are a PG-13 podcast, just based on that 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 statement. We might have <laughs> we might have to wrap it up as we're getting into angry drunk territory. Did I curse a lot? There was about at least twenty f bombs in that, <laughs> in, in that explanation of, of your your rant. Oh man! Well, uh, closing thoughts. Go around the room before we wrap up another successful drunk episode. Can you have a successful drunk episode? Does that count? Yeah. Um, we all feel good at the end of the episode. Very true. I'm happy we have our first real guest and not just an interview. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for having me, guys. I mean, I appreciate it. I I love listening to you guys. It's great. It's good bonding time in the car when I'm stuck in traffic, and I get to learn a lot. So then you say you feel like you're talking to us, so you want to talk back, but you're like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess you know you probably should have probably should have stated that like I've known you guys for a long time, so it's not you know when I'm in the car, I'm like. Yeah, yeah, it's not like creepy or anything. Like, I'm, you know, it's just like you guys are on vent with me, and I'm like, I'm like, D, shut up! Like, you're talking over Corey, and then I'm like, God, oh, he can't hear me. You know? <laughs> or I'm like, Yep, yep, there you go, D. You lost, you know, thirty more percent of your viewer base. <laughs> Bring it back, come on. <laughs> so, alienate, you know. <laughs> alienate at least one part of humanity at least once a week, but. Well, uh, next week we're going to talk about that ledger that's been popping up on the internet. We got uh, a couple professors and managing editors on the show. So we have a dual interview next week with Chris Wilmer and Richard Ford Burley. So tune into that. That'd be cool. This is my territory. Yeah, Corey owns this. He does a great job kind of dissecting and getting you the, the answers that you yearn for. Or you never thought of because no one thinks about these things because you it's, trip them up a, you trip them up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. It's it wasn't topical. It's very 
I don't know, questions that they probably didn't see coming. So, so battle of the PhDs next week. Tune in. Yep. Hey, Mark. What's up? Say, play the outro. Yeah? All right. Play the outro. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs>